Hi, everybody, and welcome back to our next opus episode of Prospectives. I am here with my friend and client and partner in crime, um, Donna Sovi, who is the owner and CEO of Check and Balance so the Business Solutions. So I'm so excited you're here with me. Me too. Thank you for having me. Yeah, let's dive right in. Tell everybody right. who you, you are and what you do. All right. So again, my name is Donna Sovi. I own Check and Balance Business Solutions. We're um, an accounting services firm that does bookkeeping all the way through fractional CFO work and everything in between. Our passion is to help small business um, business owners and businesses themselves be able to take that piece off of their plate so they can focus on their passions um, and spend more time working on growing their own business. Yes, which I love that she takes that off my plate. <laughs> I love that you take that off my plate. Um, definitely not my strong suit, as you know. Um, <laughs> and I think it it has a huge impact on the success of a business, right? Like you can be oh, great at whatever you're doing, mm -hmm. but if you're spending willy-nilly or you're spending more than mm -hmm. you're making, kind right. of is the purpose. Exactly, exactly. Absolutely, yeah. you could be more right. Yeah. And, and it's a, a trainable skill. So like, it's not, it, it was something you were doing before you became your own mm -hmm. owner. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I was in the corporate world for 20, almost 21 years doing it. And then what happened? And then I got sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got really sick of corporate. Um, so I, you know, had this illustrious dream to become an executive, um, in a big company and worked hard to get there and was there for, I don't know, five, six years at that very high level and just absolutely hated it. My, my life was crazy, stressful, you know, all the things they tell you work-life balance. They tell you this, they tell you that it's all nonsense and it's all lies. <laughs> and I just was fed up at that point. So I said, you know what, I am just going to go out on my own and start my own thing. Something I've dreamed about for forever. And I just need to believe in myself and do it. And so I did. I jumped ship and started my own thing. Yeah. And I love, because uh, I know a little bit of your story, like um, I love, you really burnt the ships. Mm -hmm. Like, like it, it wasn't like, I'm going to work and try and do this. You were like, boom. Nope. And tell us more about that. Because it was an interesting yeah. time. It was. It actually, it absolutely was. So I left the corporate world at the end of December of 2019 and I took six weeks before I really committed to anything because I just needed to figure out where I went <laughs> because I, I truly didn't know who I was anymore at that time. I was so frustrated with the corporate world and so frustrated with my career at that time. And I think a lot of it had to do with influence of just the negativity that was uh, my surrounding at the time was I just needed to figure out, okay hit the reset button. Let's decide what is this going to look like? How is it going to run? What's going to happen? So finally, at the beginning of February, I started my business and then I went on vacation and then my grandson was born and then the world shut down. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the world shuts down and I did actually have a couple of clients in hand, which was good. It got me through the summertime um, you know, kind of had a really awesome summer in that process, redeveloped the plan yet again to what I wanted it to be. Um, and then really started 
pushing it hard, you know, that fall. And that's when things really started to ramp up for me and, you know, networking like crazy and then just client after client coming on board. And it was, it was fabulous. Quite frankly, I was shocked by how quickly it just all came together um, in that little bit of time. Well, and that's when we met. Yes, it is. Yep. October of 2020. Yeah. And I mean, talk about putting yourself out there. Mm. Because I know at the event we met at, um, you know, uh, we were kicking off a, a networking event. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, there were people there I knew and you just found it. Like, did, was it yeah. social media on Facebook? or something? Yeah, it was on Facebook. A friend of mine who was actually thinking of going out on her own as well at the same time had shared it or liked it or something. So I saw it somehow in, in my newsfeed and I was like, Ooh, a networking group for women. I'm all in. So I just, I literally signed up an hour before it was starting and I showed up and I'm like, and I did have to say to myself, it's okay. You're walking into a room full of people you don't know, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can do this. So I did. And it was transformational. You know, yeah, because networking has become a huge part of your business, like not just in the organization that we're in a part of together, but in more and more. Mm -hmm. So tell us about how networking has impacted your business. Oh, it's been a huge, huge impact on my business because, you know, with accounting and finances, people are very protective. Right. Um, And they don't necessarily want to go with somebody that they just pull off a shelf, so to speak, you know, they want to know that somebody that they know and trust knows that person and can trust them because of the connection that they have. So building those relationships and and harvesting those relationships is huge and very important. Um, And, you know, I mean, in the beginning, I was networking like 40 hours a week. So that was like crazy. I was meeting people all over New England and the country, actually, because we are a virtual company. So I was meeting with people pretty much from everywhere. Um, and one of my first podcasts was somebody in in Washington State. So I truly was networking all yeah. over to get it going. And yeah, it's just been huge. I mean, the majority of our clients are referrals from people that I've met through networking. So it's it's such a huge, important piece to what we do. Well, and I I really want to go back to what you said is like when you were building your business, you were networking 40 hours a week. And I think in our business, a lot of times we hear from new agents, and I think this is probably true from for many career fields, like, well, I don't know what to do because I don't, I'm not doing accounting. Yeah. Right. I'm running this right. business, but I don't have someone to do accounting for. Right. Or I'm now a real estate agent, but I don't have a buyer or seller I'm working with. And mm-hmm. that to me is so important for entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, business owners, salespeople to know if you mm-hmm. don't have a client, yeah. your job is to get a client. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I do. I do. So yes. if, if that should be 40 hours a week. Then the accounting mm-hmm. can happen after, you know, yeah. because um, I, I think that's so important, that hustle, that putting yourself out mm-hmm. there in an uncomfortable situation because mm-hmm. you get better at it. Oh, um, yeah. I was amazed by how good I got, how quickly I got there, I guess is what I should say, because I was terrified, absolutely terrified. Um not that I'm like a total introvert, but I am socially awkward. <laughs> at least I I People tell me I'm crazy for saying that. And I think like I've come out of my shell more and more over the past few years of doing this. But definitely in the very beginning, I was like deer in the headlights, like, oh God, oh God, oh God. But then it, like the first elevator pitch I gave, 
I was getting all this feedback of how great it was. And I was like, really? I'm like, oh, wow. And then I realized like over time, like, yeah, you're somewhat natural at this and you can be comfortable, get out of your own head and just do your thing. So that was like the biggest realization, I think, in that beginning phase. Oh, and, that, and that's all about confidence, right? Right. Exactly. It's like you already knew you had the information and the mm -hmm. knowledge. Mm -hmm. You were concerned about can I how do am I presenting this? And mm -hmm. then once once you're like, all right, wait, I can just settle into the fact that I have good information, mm -hmm. and that that's going to come out. Um, exactly. Yeah. I think that's huge. Huge. Mm -hmm. Um for everyone, right? We don't know how to do it perfectly the first time. No. We're figuring it out. Right. And everybody started at one point. So everybody in the room understands that if you're brand new to it, you're feeling just like they felt or, you know, so yeah, I, I think being in our own heads is the biggest thing that holds us back in that regard. So yeah, let it go. <laughs> let, let it go. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. what would you, if you could turn around and give uh, another business owner, like three top tips of the top, mm -hmm. top networking ways to network, what would you kind of, what well, would you um, yeah. So, I mean, in the beginning, try almost anything and everything, because until you try a little bit of everything, you're not going to know what works best for you. Um, if you start with just one thing and you're like, all right, I'm going to see if this will work. That's not the best avenue because the more exposure you have to various groups and various people, the, not only the more connections you make, but the more you're going to realize where you fit for mm. yourself, for your personality, for what you're looking to achieve, for where your audience is, because, you know, uh, like for us, right, so we, we have totally different things. I do stuff business to business, you're right to consumer, so to speak, right? Yeah. So my best networking groups might not be your best networking groups, but on the other hand, there might be others that are great for both of us. Okay. So figuring that stuff out in the very beginning is is great and, and just, you know, dabbling in whatever you can. And then mm -hmm. start to, you know, after three to six months, start reining it in and say, okay, what's been working? What hasn't been working? What's been a great connection for me or even a support system for me. Um, cause it doesn't always necessarily mean business. It means, you know, who can I go to for support accountability to just bounce ideas off of and things like that too. So, um, finding those people and finding the right groups is huge. And then evaluating where, where your best time is spent is, is also a big factor after you've done some dabbling and, and, you know, not record keeping, that's not the right term that I'm trying to keep, but, um, Tracking. Yeah, exactly. Tracking of what, what's been going on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's great advice, not just for networking, but mm -hmm. for like lead generation or oh, yeah. like pretty much everything. I mean, you kind of mm -hmm. have to, you have to spread a wide net to mm -hmm. find where you fit. And I always think about that of find my tribe, right? Yeah. Like even in the organization that we are both a part of, we've had members that have moved from chapter to a different chapter mm -hmm. because that's their people or that fit right. was better. Exactly. And you have to be self-aware enough to be like, am I trying mm -hmm. too hard or is this kind of happening? Yeah, exactly. Kind exactly. of authentically. Yeah. Yeah. So aside from, you know, trying different things, I mean, you also want to try to figure out who's going to be your best. And so in the beginning, you, you think of your industry and you think of um, what other people in that, 
industry umbrella would possibly be a good fit for you to, to be a referral partner. Um, and it doesn't necessarily end up being that, but you start with that list. And then as you go and you're doing all of this networking and you're keeping track of who's actually sending you referrals or who's actually making other connections for you that are good. Um, those are the things that you want to start narrowing in on too, so that you know what your little triangles are or, you know, little pods of people are that work best for your industry and your business. So and your business. The other one. I think that that's so huge too, because it's about, we don't know what we don't know. Right. <laughs> and I feel like um, our businesses, just like growth, just about like personal development, they're constantly evolving. Mm -hmm. And so to, to review and refine, yes, you know, review exactly. and refine. This is my initial thought is I want clients like this. Yeah. Then you, you get the information, you start tracking information, reflecting, re reviewing, and you refine that. Okay, I thought it was going to be this kind of client, but mm -hmm. actually, this yeah. is what's coming more naturally. So then you can make a determination with that information of, okay, I'm going to go with this because it's working, or what do I have to shift mm -hmm. to get to the real, my initial goal? Because that's right. so Go. Exactly. Exactly. And then once you figure that piece out, harvesting those relationships and making sure that you're maintaining those relationships is huge because yeah, you can meet somebody once they send you one referral, but if you don't reach out to them again, you're never going to hear from them again. And the same on their end, they're going to be like, why have I not heard from them? You know? So you need to make sure that you're, you're harvesting that's that relationship. So how do you do that? How do you make sure you're staying in touch and yeah, yeah so your referral partners? So every once in a while, I will go through my list of, you know, I do keep track and I keep notes of people that I've met with. And I, I have, I, that's what I basically use my CRM for is, you know, people that I've met with, what industry are they in all of the different notes in the last time we met and dates. And so I go through that and I periodically will, you know, pick out the ones that I haven't talked to in at least 30 days and say, Hey, I'd love to get another coffee date on the books. Let's get it done. Um, whether it's virtual or in person, you know, and it's just following up with them, setting another date so that too many months don't go by before you've talked to them again, even if it's a 15 to 20 minute, you know, conversation as, as long as you're touching base and you're, you're thinking about them and letting them know that you're thinking about them and keeping that connection there. The other thing is, you know, as you're talking to people and they have a need, mm. keeping people in mind, having that list of go-to people in every category so that when you do meet people or you're talking, even with clients, I do it all the time with clients, especially is, you know, they're looking for an IT person or they're looking for a new insurance broker because they hate theirs. They're looking for a new payroll company or whatever it is. And so I have people in all those categories that I can then say, these are the ones that I trust. These are the ones I know. These are the ones I love. Um, mm -hmm. You need to go to them. Um, and then I, I have even started to, because it's been four years now that I've been building these relationships. So yeah. I would know people's personalities. So now I'm at the point too, like, who would you best work with? Mm -hmm. Knowing their personality, knowing this person's personality, who's going to jive and who's not. And so that way I make the connection that's going to work the best because I mean, that's huge too, you know? Well, and I, I just love, uh, what you're saying there too. There's two things that jumped out at me. The first is to be, to reap the benefits of networking, you mm -hmm. also have to give. 
right? Mm -hmm. Like you're, you, you, you want other people to make connections for you and then you make connections for other people. And that's how you kind of keep mm -hmm. the ball rolling, which I just love. But the mm -hmm. other thing I'd love to hear more about is I also, you know, use a CRM and mm -hmm. I think it is, you know, we both run very relationship based businesses mm -hmm. and I think it's absolutely necessary. Can you tell the audience a little bit more about what a CRM is and mm -hmm. why you think it's so valuable for every business owner to have? Yeah. So essentially it's, it's a contact um, database type software, but all of them do so many different things. However, um, you can track your leads, you can track your networking partners, you can track um, those leads that then turn into sales and become a project for yourself, all different types of stuff. Um, and like I said, we use it for various things. We do use it for client referral lead generation, and we put them through that process. And then when they're onboarded, they get moved over. Um, we use it for the networking piece the most. And that's to take all of the people that we've met with, put them into not only their industry category, have all the notes about them. We even have things like birth dates and things like that in there. And, um, you know, last time we met, how we met them, all of those types of things. And then it's easily at a glance, you know, cert it's, well, one, it's searchable, it's huge. Um, so you can easily find people and narrow it down to who you're trying to look for. And then, um, you know, in, on the sales side of things, it's great because, you know, not only do you see where all this stuff came from and where the leads came from, where you are in the process with that person, what needs to be done, you know, all of those types of things. Um, but then when you turn that over into either, you know, a, a dead lead, so to speak, or an actual project that you onboarded, you still have that data. So now you know either what went wrong or what went right. Um, you have all of the notes that you took in the process of creating that lead and, and harvesting it and everything like that. So it's it's good historical information to reflect on when you're trying to revamp any area of your business, whether it's networking, who's working, who's not working, who have I met with, who have I not met with recently, um, follow-ups and things like that to, okay, where did these clients come from? Who's my referral partner on that? And even linking them back to that networking contact, right? Mm -hmm. That gave you the lead. So it's just, it's huge one place to hold all of that type of information, be able to connect it all pretty easily. Yeah. And I think, you know, you, you know, accounting by nature is very tracking, detail oriented. And I think most people consider numbers. It's like, okay, yeah, we have to keep track of those numbers. But the thing is what a CRM does for me is it helps me also keep track of my people. Yes. And it's like, you yeah. know, when are big things happening in their life? How did I connect with them? Where did they come from? And, and, all of that information also informs your business. You know, right. should I keep working with this networking group because mm -hmm. it takes X amount of time and I enjoy it X amount, but right. I've only gotten one referral mm -hmm. or this one and I you can compare and look, I've gotten six referrals from here and those mm -hmm. relationships feel a lot deeper or whatever. Right. I mean, it, it, you, what you track expands, like what, mm -hmm. what you, focus on expands yeah. and um and the thing is too I know I've heard people well how do you keep it all straight it's like you don't like as your business grows and scales I don't have off the top of my head these 10 clients have birthdays in December but I know where to go 
to get these things. Because I have to be thinking about who's paying what today. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> who's clothing? Where do I have to be? Yeah. So um, a CRM just keeps you on time. And I love the way the transparency for the team too. Mm -hmm. Because you can say to a team member, you know, I need you to check this and they can see the history of that client or that history of that relationship. Um, and what, and, and so everybody's on the same page. Exactly. So right. Right. And then, yeah. And if a project turns over to somebody on your team, they already have all the information that they need. They don't need to ask you all, you know, 50 different questions. What's the email, what's the phone number or whatever it is, you know, right. Um, which is great. But then, like you yeah. said, you know, your team, depending on how your team is structured, like mine, you know, my, my operations manager can easily see everything that everybody on the team is doing. And, you know, if I ask her to get something, she can just go in, go into whoever it's assigned to and, and grab it or what have you. Or if it's a networking thing, you know, like you said, we share the same, same group of people. So, you know, she, she can easily grab any information that she needs. Yeah. Which is another really good point. It's a great management tool. It, to is, see, it is, you know, are your employees doing mm -hmm. what you've asked them to do? Exactly. Yes. Because create some transparency. Yeah. Because our CRM is hooked up to our task management software too. So yeah, she can easily see that. And the other thing that I like about it too, is how it integrates with our marketing email. Um, we have a separate marketing email platform just because of templates that work better with that one versus the other. But, um, but yeah, being able to just, you know, we put it in one place and it automatically goes over there. And so now, you know, that person's either on a newsletter or on a contact sheet for something else, you know? I love it. Yeah. All right. So what um, has been the best piece of advice you've ever received? Mm. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of good advice. Um, I think the one that's holding the strongest for me right now, because it's something that I've been working on. <laughs> is not just creating the boundary, but holding the boundary, right? And that's whether it's personal, networking, clients, what have you. Um, and I have been doing very well the past couple of weeks, <laughs> which is good. Um, but it, it's so important to hold those boundaries for our own well-being because, you know, we're when we're business owners, entrepreneurs, we're running around like crazy. We're always on always doesn't matter if it's a Sunday afternoon and we're supposed to be, you know, I don't know, sledding with the family. We're still like, Oh, should I check my email? I wonder if that person got back to me. Should I do this? Oh, wait, I have to take care of that. Like, even when I'm walking the dog in the woods, my mind is going crazy. And I have all these things like, Oh, I got to do that. Oh, I got to do that. Oh, I got to do this. And it's a Saturday morning and I should just be enjoying my Saturday walk. Right. So I've even caught myself in those moments lately saying, Nope. Think about where you're going to go on vacation in April. <laughs> you know? Hey girl, I hear you. I was supposed yeah. to have uh, plans with friends last night at 530 mm -hmm. and I had stuff going on at work and it's after hours, but I'm still doing it. And at six o'clock, my girlfriend's like, Hey, I'm coming to pick. I'm like, I, I didn't hold that boundary for myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't say no, I deserve, you know, in this mm -hmm. case, walk away from work. It'll be there later. Right. Um, and, you know, in this case, it all worked out. But to your point, mm -hmm. we can set them. You can put in your calendar as an entrepreneur. Oh, this is when I'm going to work out. This is when we're having family mm -hmm. dinner. And right. how often do we just bowl over that? Or to, to your point, 
I've been working a lot more at home. Um, and my husband just had surgery. So he's been home Mm -hmm. and I had to say today, close my door. Mm -hmm. Don't interrupt me. (laughs) Don't do this and don't do that. But how often have I trained him and the kids that Mm. they can't interrupt me? Right. Right? I haven't held that boundary. Mm -hmm. I haven't refused to look at them in the door, you know, and, and so we, we just teach people they can, it's a flimsy. Exactly. Exactly. When we don't hold the boundary, people think it's okay. And so, and then, you know, and reaffirming that boundary can sometimes be hard because they're like, but it's been okay in the past. And you need to be like, I know, but I'm trying to hold myself accountable and I need you to respect that. And this is the boundary that I need. And this is what I need to be able to have a happier, so to speak, um, you know, well-being about myself and just feel better about myself all around. It breeds resentment, right? Mm -hmm. So like when they say, well, it's been okay before, it's like, well, it actually really hasn't been okay before. Yeah, I just (laughs) wasn't saying anything. I'm blaming me, you know? Um, So true. So, so true. Um, All right. So what, what are the plans for the business moving forward? So moving forward, we are planning to continue to not only um, take on new clients, but we are, um, you know, thinking about some acquisitions. We're thinking about um, future expansion. Um, We do have some pretty hefty goals to hit in the next couple of years to hit that, um, what is it, seven figure mark? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The elusive seven figure mark. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I want to hit that seven figure mark. So. I think you can do it. I have all the faith in you. I do too. I do too. Um, all right. Ready for rapid fire? Sure. Go for it. All right. I already know the answer to this one. Favorite place to vacation? Oh, St. John. Virginia. <laughs> Easy. What is, if you had to choose one word to describe yourself? Determined. I like it. I was totally vibing there. I was like, <laughs> this is what it is. And the other one I was thinking too is just resilience. Mm. Just, yeah, that's a good you know, one they too. go hand in hand. They do. Um, we already talked about best piece of advice. How can people get in touch with you? Um, easily. Uh, you can go to our website at checkandbalancesolutions.com. We're also on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, we have our business sites on there. And then we also have my personal pages, Donna Sovey um on all of those as well so you can follow us all over the place and if you google check and balance business solutions we will be at the top we will be at the top i love it (laughs) i am so obviously i love spending time with you and i love talking to you um but thank you so much for coming on absolutely Uh, thank you thank you (laughs) and uh i can't wait to see the rest of you here again next week for my next interview and thanks everyone bye